Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 164. We were just discussing a lot of hardcore coming on this episode, so we're going to be getting to that here in just a moment. Eric, how are you feeling this week? I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, all the swelling went down on my head from uh, last week, so I'm able to form a complete sentence and I can see out of both eyes. <laughs> that's fantastic. Definitely, definitely an improvement upon last week, so that's fantastic. Yeah. And on top of that, feeling normal again. Like I'm able to get excited. Excellent. Well, that's good news. Uh, yeah. What is new in the world? Not much, because it's all the same shit. Everybody's doing the same shit and uh, starting their own new autonomous zones and whatever the fuck else is going on out there. So we are going to continue to be like that and the same and play some more great music, because that's what we do on this show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but who can complain? Right. I mean, you're getting great music either way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us to take some time out of your busy life. And uh, there's a bunch of other shit you could be wasting your time with on social media and such. But you're doing it right now with us, spending great quality time. We're all spending some quality time together. going to listen to some great music. Uh, real quick, let's, uh, the list is short, a little behind. After this week, a lot more free time, a lot more projects and stuff. Going to start pushing forward, but... Got to push through this last week, so uh, the the what's new list, a little short. I got a bunch of stuff in my inbox I got to get to. So what is on the list is Subdued. So a few releases for January, or not January, June 5th. June 5th was the day that uh, Bandcamp waived their fees for the bands. So on the 5th, Subdued put out Over the Hills and Far Away. Starving Wolves put out True Fire. The Decline put out a split single with Sick Waiting. Standard Issue put out Those Who Have Come Before. The funny thing is, I have that Starving Wolves, I have that Standard Issue, bought both those albums, and the Defaults album, which I'll mention here in a moment. And uh, I barely, I don't think I've hardly listened to them. I just haven't had time yet, so I am looking forward to getting to those ones. Also on the 5th, Mad Caddies put out Let It Go single. Defaults put out Pure Defaults. The Chinkies put out K.A. Music, it's an EP. And Bobby Funk put out Longing for the Bonging, but that was on the 6th. Territories put out When the Day is Done EP on the 15th. So that just came out. Or sorry, that was the 12th. That just recently came out as well. Ready, Set, Survive put out the Keys EP on the 15th. Doug and the Slugs is putting out American Skins and Skidhead and Life 7-inch EP on the 15th. Bad Cop, Bad Cop is putting out uh, the Ride on the 19th. Cro-Mags is putting out In the Beginning on the 19th. De the Decline is also putting out In the Beginning. And the, sorry, that was Cro-Mags. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. That's what The Decline is putting out on the 26th. And finally, Spunk Volcano and the Eruptions have alluded to a release on the 26th. have no idea what it's called, but uh, be on the lookout if you're a fan of Spunk Volcano and the Eruptions. And if you're not, you should definitely check them out. That will come out on the 26th. That's the new stuff. So, Eric, let's get into some new stuff. Why beat around the bush on this episode, right? Let's just do it. Let's do some new stuff. 
what do you have? Uh, the new stuff I have is a band called Sunset from Minneapolis, uh, a city that's been get that's been getting some. Uh, we'll say a lot of news. A lot of news has been going on around the uh, city of Minneapolis because that's where the, the some of the biggest protests started. Yes, absolutely. Yep, and and this is actually a band, and this is a quote from the band that we have right here <clears throat> that Sunset was born out of the necessity to protest. So basically in a form of like a good hardcore music, <clears throat> it does come out of like a, something that happens to you <clears throat> either directly or in your surrounding area that negatively affects you. And you feel that you have a, uh, you have your right to call it out in any way. And this way happens to be through music. And I these think guys that's have been the best uh, way. <laughs> What's that? Uh, I said I think that is the best way to do it. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. In my in my opinion, it is the best way as well. It's something that really draws me in. And uh, but these guys have taken it a step further. When I was reading on uh, uh, NoEcho.net, uh, they were actually saying that all the shows that they were doing, in in any way they could, they tried to make a try to make it a benefit show. And find to make a way to whatever money came in, you know, they would just send it out to all the uh, all the people who are working and are struggling as a result of the protests and just having trouble trying to keep their businesses open. The list goes on. That is a great cause right there because those people don't get a choice. They just get to deal with the shit end of the stick that they're given by whoever you want to put out there causing the problem. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So it's like a way of saying, yeah, the music we're making is angry. It's us giving a middle finger to the people responsible. But we, in the end, it's a positive aspect because, you know, we're not trying to end on something negative. Right. Yeah. Anyway, the, that's a, enough about the band. The EP they released, it came out uh, back in uh, February. So it's a little, a little dated, but still... No less. That's still pretty new. That's like four months, right? March, April, May, yeah. June. That's barely over four months old. That's still new. We're, we're not going to be those people that tell people just because your album's been out four months, it's not new. I'd say at yeah. least within a year. You know, if a year's gone by, it is new-ish maybe, but it may be not necessarily new. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just feels so fresh still. And it's, uh, yeah, they came up with this... Uh, uh, this album called Destroyer. I shouldn't say album. It is an EP, four song EP that came out. Came out and it's just got these uh, songs that are like a minute to a minute and a half, and they're all good. Like all of them are really good, but for some reason the very last song, Visceral, stood out to me, and it just felt so complete. It felt like all the riffs had to be in the same spot. Well, breakdowns came in waves and it just hit harder every time i loved it awesome yeah so let's get, let's give it a listen let's see if it has that same that same hold on you let's do and let's do it. here goes
That sunset. Yeah, not a sunset. <laughs> just such a hard-hitting band. Yes, it and is. I actually, I actually discovered them through social media through a more established hardcore band called Chokehold. They actually made a post about it on their Facebook, and they're like, "These are our friends in uh, Sunset. They just put out their EP. Come, give, go ahead and give it a listen." And I did. That's how I found it. That's what I liked doing with social media. I don't really give a shit about all the other stuff, and I haven't been on it hardly at all. Another reason why the list of new stuff, because I keep seeing shit that just uh, disappoints me, uh, certain bands that I'm just disappointed in, thought differently of prior to, and I'm going to try to live uh, behind the veil and not see all this stupid shit that's going on and that people are posting. Stupid in my opinion. So uh, I've been opting to be off of social media for the most part, minus you know putting uh, the the stuff for the show and then uh, you know a handful of bands that that have been posting things specifically. You know I'm going there, not the the social awareness bullshit, whatever you want to call it, that's going on and around right now. That I don't give a shit about. So. Uh, that is a great thing about social media is that we can connect, uh, you know, fans, bands, bands, to bands, whatever. That's a great thing. Yeah. That's uh, it's one of the only reasons to get on anymore. I agree. And just hope that you find something, find something new and innovative. <laughs> I agree with you. Well, you picked a new band cause they are, they're, they're new. And then the band that I'm picking right here. Ash Return, they're also new. They're from Niederschausen, Germany. At least that's where the band that they were in before is from, because there's not that much information on Ash Return. They do have a Facebook page. But Ash Return, uh, so after the end of Miozan, I don't know if I said that right. Are you familiar with that band, Eric? No, this is the first time I am hearing of them. Okay, well, there was no doubt about to carry on to form a new band. So that's from that band. You get Ash Return, hence the name. They started in 2019 on May 1st of 2020. So this year, just a year after they started, they released the Sharp Blade of Integrity. And we are going to listen to the track Time is the Enemy. So without further ado, let's keep the hardcore rolling.
Yes, that is Ash Return from Neiderschausen, Germany. Oh, yeah. Definitely sporting the brutality in that one. Right? So what do you think? You're you're more of the, I would call you more of the, the show's hardcore slash metal uh, expert <laughs> or aficionado or whatever term than I. So what do you think when you hear Ash Return? Because real quick, for me, I think there, there's a little metal in there. The, the whoa, you know, that kind of has that horror punk. Uh, yeah. In there, plus the, you know they just have the, the the normal stuff you'd expect out of a, a hardcore band. What do you think of it? Yeah, that's what I was hearing as well. I heard the uh, I did kind of get that uh, metal and uh, hardcore vibe, but uh, but the melody definitely put it over the edge for me. It kind of sounded like it was a uh, it was being sung by a wounded warrior. If that makes sense, yeah. He's showing that he's still got a lot of uh, a lot of grit and a lot of uh, a lot of unchecked aggression, and it's kind of killing him inside. Yes. Yeah, and I really love music that just kind of mixes those emotions that way. So, and I think they did it very well there. I think so too. I thought I thought it turned out great. Uh, it's good stuff again that just came out last month, so it's been out just over a month. Uh, it's great. I hope you hope everybody enjoyed that one. Uh, the band Ash Return again, Myozan M I O Z A N. That's the band that they they came from. So uh, uh, yeah, that's it. Let's move on to some more hardcore. Guess what? We have more hardcore on this show, and this <laughs> one is from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, there's yet to be more, and I, I think I might say that again. So, uh, Nico, thanks to Nico for uh, sharing his band's music with us. So, dividing the scene from Stockholm, Sweden, we have some hardcore from Stockholm, and they released their their uh, first release here. That's EP, and it's on vinyl. If you want to get out there and get it on vinyl, it they released it. It's called City Killer. They released it May 9th, so that one is a week, a month, and a week old. And let's listen to the track Crucified. It's track number two from that vinyl. Here we go.
Yeah, dividing the scene. That was crucified off of City Killer. Just came out May 9th. Eric, what'd you think? Uh, you can just feel those iron boots stomping around right? in that little grave down there. That's yeah. uh, that's mostly what it reminded me of. It reminded me of when uh, uh, all the old school hardcore guys were getting way into the uh, falling in sync with the uh, skinhead movement. So you were getting, and I got this skinhead vibe from him. I got this kind of oi vibe in the beginning. Right. But it just threw me under the bus when it was like doing those foot stompings at the end of that song. Yes. Yeah, because you usually hear like a, when you hear those combination bands like Oi and Hardcore, you either get a song that's just uh, straightforward with Hardcore or a song that's straightforward with Oi. Right. But it's so early, you hear them so carefully blended together. And I like it when that happens. I do too. That's dividing the scene from Stockholm. They did it. <laughs> yep. They found a new way to write a song called Crucified. <laughs> exactly. It's not what you would think it would be. It's not your typical Crucified song that so many other uh, bands have covered, you know, from... Uh, uh, fuck, mine's drawn a blank there. Uh, Stars and Stripes. Yeah. And that was covered by Agnostic Front, and it was originally written by... Iron Kiss, Iron Cross. There we go. See, mine yeah. drew blank. So, yes, that's the one. Iron Cross, great band. And so many, there's been a ton of covers of that band. A lot of good ones. Uh, I, I do like most I've heard, but I like the song. So when you like a song, uh, as long as you're going to like the band, they probably are going to do a good job with it. But again, not that song. Like you said, they did their own thing. That's Crucified. Eric, that's the new songs for this episode. Why don't you tell me what you picked that's older or lesser known? I uh, will say older because <laughs> it's ten years old. And disclaimer: this is probably not even hardcore, and <laughs> compared to everything else, that's going to be played. Sure. This is a yeah. This is a band from the UK, Portsmouth to be exact, and they've been started since the uh, mid two thousands. But I'm pretty certain I tried to find out, but didn't come up with anything. That if they were, you know, if they were still around, still making music, still doing shows, but they're not, as far as I can, as far as I can tell. I couldn't find it either. This album's actually hard to find. They had another one that you could find on Spotify and iTunes and such, but to to actually find this one was a little more difficult. Yeah. Anyway, the band I'm talking about is a band called The Exposed, and they were a band that I discovered. Back in the days that I went to Warp Tour. Oh, nice. And, yeah, and what drew me to them was like, oh, this band must be good. The drummer's got blue spiked up hair. Right? <laughs> yeah. And there's a picture of me uh, when I was like, I think this is when I was like 14, 15, when I discovered them. And there's a picture of me with the, with this guy <laughs> that exists online somewhere. Awesome. So it's pretty so it's pretty funny that that's like a time capsule photo now. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, I was lucky enough to get a hold of their CD, a signed copy of it. Awesome. Which was, which was the album In the Face of Resistance. And you listen to it. It's paying homage to a lot of the uh, uh, combination punk, which is with Ska, 
So a lot of uh, a lot of Clash references. I mean, they have a song called Rebel City Rockers, like Clash City Rockers. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they were just so they were doing that, saying like, "Yeah, we really like the Clash." <laughs> <laughs> but again, there was also a love of rancid thrown in there, and Op Ivy, and just straightforward like a UK street punk, going back to like the GBH days. So. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed listening to that album. It's been a long time since I was able to put it on. And I was like, yeah, I should give these guys some love. And yeah, it was hard to choose uh, one song. I almost had to switch it with the uh, you know, great cover to cover albums, but I was like, no, just stick to the guns. <laughs> you know? And the album itself is you can you can find it on YouTube and other things because you can't they don't have a band camp as far as I know. No. Yeah. I think they, I think on Bandcamp or wherever, the, the other album. So I think they have two albums. They have at least two. The other one, easier to find. This one, not so easy to find. Yeah. So now you get to hear an exclusive track if you think about it. Yes. <laughs> anyway, the, the track I chose was uh, Soulist. It's an album that I could tell hasn't really gotten a lot of attention, but I think it's a one of the greatest songs on that record. It's got a, got a nice little uh, laid back feel to it. It's a, and kind of a long song, but it just makes you feel like that reminds you that punk can be chill music. Nice. Yeah. For the, yeah, for the greatest. <laughs> Excellent. So, so yeah, let's get that, uh, the exposed solo from in the face of resistance, giving you all the information there. There it is. All right. Let's go. <laughs>
half of everything he had left as they made him pay over and over again. They took the last coin, struck him down, led him to the bottom cell where the rats crawled on the dead. It's a rich man, you don't stand a fucking chance. good track i like the exposed i hadn't been exposed to the exposed before now <laughs> i'm guessing a lot of people haven't and those who have back in the day probably had forgot about them possibly i mean i, mean, I kind of forgot about them for a minute too until i saw the cd on my shelf i was like oh yeah i can listen to that again then i listen to it i'm like Okay, this has got to go on the podcast. <laughs> I definitely get the the, the influences that you were talking about, Rancid, Op Ivy, and such, and you know, it definitely fit that two thousands uh, style of punk that you would have heard on uh, the Warp Tour. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely one of those uh, bands that, for all I know, they could have been a filler band. You know, in terms of Warped Tour, it's just kind of like, okay, nobody I like is playing. Let's go check out this band, just based right. on the name. Yeah, and that was uh, that was kind of like me, but that was just like because I met them at the booth, and they were telling, they were kind of building themselves up, just like, come see our show, come come check us out. All right, let's go see it. Right? Well, it a, yeah, it was a good idea. It was. <laughs> Turns out it was a good idea. You got it. Yeah, especially when you're uh, an agitated little teenager like myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's good stuff. The Exposed from Portsmouth. We're going to move from Portsmouth, UK, all the way over to Los Angeles, Orange County area of California. This band (laughs) has been around a long time. They started in 1993, so I was 13, Eric, when, when this band started. And I was negative one year old. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they've been around for a little while as a band. Uh, quote that came off their Facebook page, four shows a year and a record every 10, right on schedule. So that gives you an idea of what you're going to hear, or at least how often you're going to hear something from the band The Stitches. Again, they're from Southern California back in 2010. So November 17, 2010, they released, it's called 8 by 12 Inch. And if you look at it, uh, the actual album covers like a uh, candy stripe, but it's black and pink stripes. 
has the stitches on there, and it's cool. It's a good band. Are you familiar with the stitches? Um, familiar with the name. I've I've heard that name thrown around everywhere, but I'm like, oh, I gotta listen to him. Gotta listen to him. And if I have, I probably don't. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Well, I played the Rotten Stitches recently on the show, and uh, when I was looking that up, Stitches came up, and I looked like, oh yeah, that band, kind of like the same thing that you had when you came across the CD with the Exposed. I was like, oh yeah, I remember the Stitches. So I thought the same thing. Let's get them played on the show, and let's listen to the track off of 8 by 12 inch It's called Nowhere. All right. One, two, three, four. Stitches, that track is nowhere. Yeah, it does have a it does have some familiarity to it, I will admit. <laughs> right. To me it kind of sounds like bands like like the explosion. I love the explosion. Obviously different coasts there, but uh, I love the explosion. The explosion's also a great band. Yes, was, they are. Yeah, it's another one that drew me in with just a few songs. Uh, but it's been forever since I've played them. Well, anybody, including you, who have not played The Explosion in a while should get out there and play The Explosion. But you should also go check out The Stitches because I think there's some similarities. They're not sounding the exact same by any means, but there's some similarities. 
both really good. I really like the stitches. I think that eight by twelve is a really cool album, and I think that track nowhere gives you a good indicator of what you're gonna get. Some good stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. If it's any if it's anything that sounds like uh, that song we just heard, that's what to expect pretty much. <laughs> right? That came out ten years ago, so be on the lookout. Maybe something coming out in 2020. You know, every 10 years, right? Right on schedule. Yeah, probably. That's <laughs> what does uh, COVID think we'll end up doing. It's just like, okay, well, we don't really have anything else going on. Let's just get the band back together. Exactly. Let's do some stuff. Well, speaking of COVID, uh, this is the time of the show that we would normally... I say this a lot, but it's been so long since we've done it. We'd play bands that would be touring, and we'd talk about tours and shows and shit like that. That doesn't happen anymore. Well, whenever it does start up again, I, I did notice there are bands scheduling shows. We, we the uh, First Strike and the Antagonizers are going up. They're both Atlanta bands. I think they're heading up to Tennessee next month. And uh, I saw the show. No, no bands I'm familiar with, but uh, I think it's this weekend playing somewhere in Arizona. And uh, I've been seeing some things, some shows popping up. So be on the lookout, everybody. I don't know if they're, I haven't seen anything here yet, but be on the lookout. Shows and bands are starting to move and shows are starting to happen. That's a good sign. That is a, it is a good sign. A <laughs> and at some point we'll get back into talking about them, especially if they start coming back to Utah. But in the meantime, we've been doing fundraiser or quarantine tracks and this is a fundraiser track it's off of the fundraiser dancing with the fallen it's a 2020 compilation so i'm gonna quickly read to you what the compilation is about since the covid19 pandemic has ground pretty much every everything to a halt we have decided to raise money for charity through a compilation of bands that would normally be on the festivals bills and a couple of new heads joined in to crack a beer and bounce about the living room in style. All monies raised through the comp will be donated to PIPS, P-A-P-S. I don't know what that is offhand. I should have looked that up ahead of time, but this is uh, the most of the bands that I was familiar with are all UK bands, so it is probably something over there, but go and get it. It's really good. Uh, a lot of the bands, I, I was only familiar with like five or six of the 15 and I really liked him, and it was tracks that I hadn't heard or seen had been prior prior release. Maybe they'll be releasing it on something coming up, but hadn't been released previous. And uh, so I was excited to get to hear those tracks. Then I heard some of the other tracks from some of the other bands on that. And we'll get to the band I'm going to play off of there, give you an idea of what you're going to get in a moment. But first, on, on that sound or not soundtrack, but the compilation, uh, bands like Sense Deficiency, Decoy 47, Death Grip, and Death Grip does a cover of Careless Whisper, that, that great 80s track. Uh, I think that turned out really good. The Scallions, Takers and Users, Rant, Boss Sound Manifesto, 1000 Drunken Nights, Brass Neck, Aggressors BC, Lothbucker, Tonic All-Stars, Madhouse, Wardomized, Wardomized, I think I said that right. Wardomized, The Defects, Run and Riot, Buck Egypt, Hard Case, Acoustic Dan, and then the band that we are going to play is United Bottles. Great band from Belfast. I really love the music that they put out. Uh, so good. This compilation is new. It's only been out since uh, May 24th. So get out there, support it, go check them out. If those are bands you like, or just go to the Bandcamp page, listen to a few tracks. You realize, okay, 
I'm, I'm going to support this. So do it. Let's listen to the track you, uh, from United Bottles. It's called Disgrace Lands. And again, just barely released, so enjoy.
That was Disgracelands from United Bottles. And for me, it was worth it because I really like United Bottles. So it was worth getting that whole compilation just for that one track. And then you get to hear so many of the other tracks on there, including uh, that one from Takers and Users. The Scallions track's really good. I really like that cover from Death Grip, the, the Careless Whisper track, and there's so many others. It's worth it. Eric, what'd you think of that United Bottles track? Uh, it sounded like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Say that. Yeah, it just had the, and I couldn't help but feel like it just had this uh, this oldie impression to it, like a so old school that it's going back uh, towards the beginning of the century. Right. Yeah, like it's kind of have this this old school kind of uh, even Appalachian folk music trail to it. Like if you just listen really hard, it's like if this was played acoustically with like a, some southern drawl. It would have a different feel to it. <laughs> right. It's good stuff. Yeah, but, I really like it. Yeah, I think it turned out really good. And uh, I'm a fan. If you haven't heard United Bottles on a separate note, you should definitely go check out United Bottles. Played him on one of the very first SLC Punkcast episodes. Uh, but that whole compilation there, go go get it. Go check it out. It's Dancing with the Fallen 2020 compilation. It's good. It's worth it. Eric, let's do some great cover-to-cover albums. Would you pick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the one that I ended up uh, going with. This is the album that has a bit of an interesting history. Uh, the band is called, I have to say this properly, Blast. <laughs> Blast. Cause it's, yeah, because it's spelled with an apostrophe and an exclamation point. Right. <laughs> yeah, it really makes it stand out. And the album is called Blood. Another exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the album itself, uh, it has an interesting story. I mean, first of all, Blast, they've been on, they've been a hardcore band from, for the last half of the 80s, from 85 to 89. And they were signed to SST, which was Black Flag's label. And they, a lot of people couldn't help but refer them to being like Black Flag Part Two, because oh. they were doing, yeah, they were doing a lot of uh, mixed bag stuff. Like they were doing some, uh, they were doing some stuff that was like either metal based, like uh, the late Black Flag stuff, where Greg Gim was listening to a lot of Sabbath and smoking a lot of weed <laughs> and trying to recreate that, <laughs> trying to recreate that sludge sound into Black Flag. And that's what Blast was doing on their first album. Um, unfortunately, they weren't, a, uh, weren't around very long, but uh, his name is escaping me. But the uh, original guitarist actually found some uh, throwaway recording tapes of their older songs. And he was listening to them. He's like, ah, oh, this, this would sound so cool if they were released. So he hit someone up at Southern Lord. The uh, the records, <laughs> the record label. That's what I'm trying to okay. say. Okay. Yeah, hit up someone at Southern Lord and said, "I found these old uh, tapes that have a lot of our old recordings on there. We're wondering if we could get them uh, handcrafted because the recordings are a little baked, but we would love to get like an actual recording out there in a new full length." And Southern Wood heard them and they're like, oh, we really want this. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, they got, a, they got, of all people, Dave Grohl to get onto the, into the producer's chair and rework them to where they were 
digitally sanitized pretty much. That's awesome. And and that's where we got blood. And it was songs taken from their original uh, original albums and also all the not all, but some of the best sounding uh some of the best sounding demo tapes and unreleased recordings were given new life and that all came out on this album Blood way back in 2013. That's cool. So yeah, the, the the songs that you list uh, that you listen to on this album, they have a longer life expectancy, but they really haven't been out for that long. Sure, and, that's and, like 25 years, probably or somewhere 20, 25 years after they were originally written, recorded, and such that that it was all put together and released. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what that's basically what they had, and it breathed new life into the band and. They actually got a few different lineups into the mix, so they've been they've been playing some shows, you know, here and there. You know, not exactly a full fledged touring band, but the fact that they were get able to get the ex Queens of the Stone Age bassist Nick Olivieri and the drummer Joey Castillo in their corner, nice. That just yeah, that just goes to show that maybe there is a future for these guys, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's all up to them. We'll see what. We'll see what tomorrow brings. See, speaking of tomorrow, right? That's one of the songs that I just chose here. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I feel like I've been saying this pretty much every episode, but it's just been harder than hell to try and get the the right songs to choose for a cover to cover albums. And I've listened to this album, you know, two or three times over, just trying to remember what songs stuck out to me the most. And this was one of them, mainly for the riffs coming from the guitar they were just so they were just these crawling little eight little chord passages and just this chugging just put in between these chugging riffs it was unlike any punk i had heard before even in black flag this awesome. i feel like was the later black flag well done awesome so yeah for now here is tomorrow
That was tomorrow, but today. Yeah, tomorrow came today. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, it was almost like this uh, song was not expected to see a tomorrow. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, I doubt that's what it's actually about, but with the story of Blast, I can't help but feel that that is, that that's kind of a new reason behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're talking about old school hardcore bands. I mean, that was uh, they were just more about the feeling of punk, just like a live for today sort of vibe. And some of them did end up living forever <laughs> because some of them are still around now. But a lot of the time back in the day, it was like we are at best we can get two years out of this. Right. Yeah, and they didn't even think about that. Yeah, and this is something I'm sure Blast wasn't even thinking about. They weren't thinking 30 years into the future we'll be re-releasing this stuff. Yeah, I'm sure most bands don't think that. They don't think, uh, you know, yeah, we'll hold on to some stuff and then release it many years down the road. Yeah. Yeah, and they've done that. They actually had a such a success with this uh, uh, resurfacing of these old tracks. They actually did it again in a later album where they brought in even more lesser known songs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to figure out what the uh that's something I'm gonna look at when uh the song is playing. Because the next song <laughs> Yeah. I'll you know, this all ties in with a theme. It's sequel. Absolutely it does. And sequel, this is uh the other side of uh blast. This was when they were not being so uh fast in tomorrow as well as some other songs. They were actually, all right, let's slow it down. Let's show how sludgy we can be. And you definitely get that in the sequel quite a bit. Definitely a lot more weird guitar tones, a lot more a lot more of an anticipation of like, is this going to speed up or is it going to stay like this the whole time? Because they played around with that quite a bit too. Nice. That's yeah. Cool. So let's, uh, let's give this, a sequel. <laughs> Let's do. Here it goes. A sequel from Blast off of Blood. <laughs> Thank you. 
secondary album, another sequel, <laughs> that got a they got an overhaul. It was their very first album, the expression uh, the power of expression. Okay. And yeah, and the re released version is called Expression of Power. <laughs> oh, awesome. Cool. So yeah, didn't even really want to confuse just wanted to confuse people, I guess. And I'm looking at the album covers and they are the not the exact same, but one just kind of has this uh, uh, this Greek ruins as the album cover, and the new one is the modernized version. It's like a it's like a dilapidated uh, industrial part of a city, and it has the same layout. That's a cool concept. I like that they did that. Uh, that makes it something different, even though it might be something similar. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's fun. That is. You know, yeah, and Blast did the same thing uh, right here um, with the Blood album, as it's a, as it's a re, kind of a re-release of a lot of the material that was on their second album, It's In My Blood. 
Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's the story of Blast. They have a they have a lot to offer. Well, for my great cover to cover album, I, it, it's a short one. The band is Scheme. I was just going to play them on the new part of the show because it's new. They came out on May the fourth. So on May fourth, Scheme released Scheme, and I was going to play a track, and then it was short, and I thought I'll play two tracks. And then when it came down to it, I really didn't have an album since. I was going to play two tracks. I just moved it over here. So that's where it lies on this show. Uh, I think the band's cool. They're a hardcore band out of Vancouver up there in Canada. And they released that self-titled on May 4th. So for all of you who are not familiar with the band Scheme, we're going to listen to a track called Antisocial. And then we'll talk a little bit more before we play one more track from them. So here's Antisocial from the band Scheme. Social. That was the track. So, what'd you think of Scheme? Again, they're short. That track was one eighteen. This next one's going to be one seventeen. Ah, just a second lower. <laughs> right? Yeah, I really liked what I was hearing. It, uh, that song just kind of had that kind of D-beat approach to it that you heard her really come to life in the eighties. <laughs> right. It's good. I like Scheme. When I came across, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to play them. And then. Uh, I needed a great cover to cover, and I thought, well, these are good tracks. There's two I was already going to play, too, so it fits. So that was Antisocial, and, you know, that that right there says what people need to know about me. Antisocial, just think about that. When you think about what your politics and stuff are out there like that, Antisocial right here. <laughs> yeah, just like the one song that Anthrax covers. <laughs> yes. All right, so let's play one more, and then we'll get into some metal, wrap up the show. The next track from Scheme, off the self-titled Scheme, from uh, May the 4th. I like to say it that way. Uh, Tyrannical Sins is the name of the track. It comes in at one second less than the last one. Here goes.
And just like that, you heard two tracks from Scheme. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy that I have heard it. I had no idea it would be that quick. <laughs> right? Just gets into it, gets business done, and there we are moving on to the next one. Yep. <laughs> that's the... I mean, that's kind of the punk rock way, isn't it? That is. They are true to form. I appreciate that about them. And Scheme, that is the band from uh, up there in Vancouver. Let's get ready to wrap this show up. Let's do a couple metal picks before we do so. Eric, what do you have? I have a brand new metal track. And I say brand new is in the fact that it came out on the 5th of this month. Yes. And... And it's a local band. Yes, it is. Yeah, they are a band who's been who's been alive for around a year, <clears throat> and they have been adopting a very uh, a very anti-religious, self-proclaimed hell metal. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So all this and this band really holds true to that title. Right down to their name being called Shit Christ. Yes, yes, that definitely <laughs> is fitting, not for sure. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's a it's a band formed by a couple of people that I know. Uh, most notably, uh, the drummer Gavin. He has been uh, most recently he was in the behind the drums for Villain, uh, but has since left to pursue a style of music that he's more attuned to. Oh, and cool. this is basically what it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and also most notably, uh, the bassist slash singer is uh, is a woman simply known as Bruja, who I know from the Clitoridas and Dark Lord. Cool. Both their yeah, so she's she's really spreading her wings wide, just kind of like, okay, what do I want to do next? That's right. what it kind of feels like. But she <laughs> certainly feels at home on here, and she's taken over the vocals with this raspy, hellish, demonized. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the most I can say right now, because I don't even know how to give a name to this. <laughs> right. These vocals, pretty much. Uh, but I, sp- I spoke enough. They put their demo out on the 5th. It just contains two tracks. And I chose the one that was uh, a bit longer. It's only three and a half minutes. But once you once you start listening to it, you feel like, yeah, it's got to get a lot out right here. Right. And that track is Nuclear Messiah. And yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty brutal one. <laughs> right. It is. I just heard just a little bit when I was picking it up, but yes. Yeah, and it's gonna. It's got that underground metal edge. They say on their on their Bandcamp or yeah, right on their Bandcamp says it was filmed in a one take. There is no edits, so this is basically what what you'd be hearing if you were in their practice room with us. Awesome. Well, shit. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's give it a whirl.
That was shit, Christ. That was indeed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listening to it, you hear a lot of the black metal, you hear a lot of the sludge metal, and you hear just a lot of grit and grime. Right. <laughs> that may that may be uh, the part of the uh, uh, the recording process, but still, I welcome it. <laughs> right. It's good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun stuff. I can't wait to see. Can't wait to see what's next for them. If it's anything like this. I, my ears are open. <laughs> right? It's, well, it's only two tracks, so I'm sure they've got plenty more to go. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they will. They said that more, they had said that more is expected to be coming, so. Oh, good. Keep those, just keep those eyes open. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, let's get ready to wrap the show up. We got one track left. Metal pick I picked for this episode is the band Take Offense. They're from Chula Vista, California. They've been a band since 2005, so congratulations to them being a band 15 years. Pretty awesome. You got some release on Pure Noise Records. I like that label. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming out on Pure Noise. And then right here, the band Take Offense. They released just uh, not quite as new as the one you picked, but still pretty new. May 26th of this year, they released the album Cause and Effect. And that's what we're going to listen to is the track, the title track. I picked the title track on this one. So cause and effect. This is Take Offense from Chula Vista. That's Take Offense, Cause and Effect. Eric, what do you think of that band? Uh, I've been listening to them for uh, for quite some time. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, they were one of those bands when I first started getting, getting into like the new wave of hardcore scene. They were one of those bands that 
I thought everybody was wearing a shirt. I'm like, okay, they must have something of value. And yeah, they did. <laughs> they do. And, and I agree with you. You know, you, you mentioned hardcore. I think they have a lot of hardcore elements, but it's kind of like earlier in the show too. I think that there are some metal elements and that's why I threw it on the, the metal, at least that particular track. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely gets a lot of metal up in, up in here, but still hear that old school, that old school hardcore effect. And when I say old school, I mean like pre 2010s pretty much. Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For but sure. yeah that was a good, that was a good track good stuff good band new material <laughs> take a look and at no or take offense uh from chula vista chula vista keep forgetting so many bands come out of california yes shit on this episode we played quite a few bands uh from california a lot of other places too you know we had our salt lake city band on there and germany stockholm Minneapolis, but we did have like four bands, I think, three bands, three bands uh, from California. So quite a few. But California, there's a lot of bands from California. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you expect with high, highly populated areas? Exactly. Do you expect more people to sit down or do you expect them to get up and make music? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that's it for the show. We're wrapping this shit up. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, and SLC Punkcast, probably other places. And you found us somewhere, but you can find us all those places as well. You can find all the bands on Instagram at Sunset Destroyer, at Ash Return HC, at the underscore stitches underscore official, at United Bottles Belfast, at Blast Band underscore, at Take Offense, uh, Take Offense CVHC, and at SLC Punkcast is the show. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on the Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric, E-R-I-C, underscore SLC. And plus my band Anonymous is on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. And now that I mentioned, we are scheduled to be playing a show on Instagram. We're part of the uh, Beehive InstaFest. Awesome. The benefit show to help uh, raise money for the uh, beehive to make sure that that venue stays open. Definitely a good cause there. Yeah, absolutely. Because and this, uh, it's just making me worried that seeing venues are shutting down while until the COVID thing is like a, at a code green, pretty much. Like, okay, now we can open again. Yeah, it's really dumb. It sucks that so many had to stay closed. And as we talked about on previous episodes, actually episodes quite a while ago, I think even the beginning of May, venues nationwide, and I'm sure worldwide, have been closing down permanently because uh, they're just not able to weather the storm that's been imposed upon them. Yeah, it's really unfortunate, you know, because you Losing a piece of the city's culture. <laughs> Absolutely, and that, that gives a lot, you know, place for people to come to connect, to to perform and share their music and share their art. As soon as you get rid of those things, then it becomes, you know, what like house parties and stuff like that. Which there's nothing wrong with that, but unless you are a part of a specific group, you might not show up or be invited to or even know about the the house party. So. You might not get to go, but if there is a venue, people will look at venues and they can see who's playing at those venues and they can just go show up. And that's really good for the bands and the community and everybody. So definitely want to keep as many of those going as possible. Yeah, of course. 
those are and those should be a concern to everyone who is part of this collective scene absolutely <laughs> and one, one thing so many bands have canceled tours but we can't cancel music. <laughs> exactly. They'll perform it online, but as we've talked about that too, it, it ain't the same watching people play online. That's that's uh, better than the alternative of nothing, but it is not. it compares nothing, compels in comparison to getting to go see the bands live. So let's, uh, let's hope they stay open, support your local venues, and we definitely got to support the Beehive here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just the poor venues that will let you play there. Yes, definitely. I mean, that's yeah, we, we need to. Yeah, now you got to support everyone. Yep. All right, well, on Facebook, you can find at Sunset Hardcore, at Ash Return HC, at Dividing the Sorry, at Dividing the Scene, at Rebel City Punks. And as you mentioned, they, they had a track that was for The Exposed, but that is the name of their Facebook, uh, is at Rebel City Punks, or you can find them, The Exposed there. At The Stitches, at United Bottles, at It's Blast Band, at Shitchrist, at Take Offense CVHC, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Be good to each other. Treat each other well. Treat each other kind. Uh, those are, you know, the golden rule, treat others as you would like to be treated. And if you don't want to be treated kindly, then fuck, we, we need to, we need to have a talk or something. Shit. Eric, any final thoughts? Piggybacking off, uh, what I, what we were talking about, like, uh, uh, support of the venues, just, uh, just also support the people that love you <laughs> right? pretty much or care for you or, or do or show any compassion for. I mean, just show the love that they give to you back to them. And as hippy dippy as that sounds, it's still it's still something that holds true, even if we don't want to admit it. Right. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, come check out my band. <laughs> yes. Check out Anonymous. Check out all the other bands. Support Beehive here. Uh yeah. or at least just, you know, check out the bands. Check out uh, you know, and share with us if venues that are doing the same thing in, in your local towns of course we want to check it out we want to tour you know we want touring bands to tour here we want our bands to tour there that's just the way the world works uh until the next time do as eric said and that was episode 164 play the fucking outro